Welcome to Advance Your Art. If you are interested in making money from your art, using your artistic background to your advantage when switching careers, or if you are just plain stuck, you've come to the right place. Now let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yorika Talbo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Advance Your Art with Yuri Cataldo. If you're interested in learning how to build your company, make money from your art, or if you're just feeling stuck about what to do next, you've come to the right place. Every week, I sit down with a creative entrepreneur to discuss the who, what, and why of their journey. If you like this episode, please remember to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Today, my guest is Cecilia Ferron. Italian violinist and founder of the Lab of Joy. Hello, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, I'm happy to be here. Thank you to inviting me to your podcast. Really glad. Of, of course, it is my pleasure. And uh, I, I apologize for every time that I botch your name during our conversation. <laughs> I love your pronouns. <laughs> Your Thank you. Russian Italian pronouns. Yes, exactly. <laughs> as long as we have those caveats in place, then we are we're great. Uh, so, for my audience members who are less familiar with your work, how do you describe yourself and what you do? Okay, I am a violin player which loves to um, to explore all the possibilities that come from life really just go with the flow it's kind of my way to live mm -hmm. and um and i'm also the founder of the lab of joy which is my new project and um yeah so i'm a um a violinist working in a lab <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I love it that's a that's a, a, a beautiful connection so before we get into your latest project, let's back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. What first made you interested in classical music? Uh, well, um, my parents, they are not musicians, but for example, my mother always played piano and we had a piano at home. So I was familiar with a classical instrument and we always listen to beautiful music. My, my father is a, still very, a big fan of Pink Floyd or prog music. And we also, I do remember Sundays uh, making laundry and listening to Vivaldi for seasons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I really have a connection with the smell also of, uh, you know, washed clothes and, and the four seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's amazing how that, that works and how sounds also bring up, you know, other senses as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So that's, that's where you grew up. Talk to me then about your educational background and how the violin became part of your journey. Mm -hmm. um, I think at the elementary school, my teachers, they saw that I had a kind of um, talent in music. I was very... Mm, I responded always very quick to, to music impulses and uh, they suggested my parents to, to let me continue that path, um, playing, trying to playing an instrument. And in the, in the middle school in my hometown, we had a special class that was um, 
that was including also the playing of an instrument mm -hmm. and we had to choose between piano flute or violin and um, I do remember uh, I was like nine years old or eight I don't know and I um, I thought okay Flute, well, no, I don't really like it. <laughs> piano, everyone plays piano. I will play violin. And uh, yeah, that's how it started. And I, I loved it since the first lesson. And I really started to practice every day because I liked it. You know, my parents didn't have to say anything. And mm -hmm. in two months, I was playing with the, with the children of the higher level uh, in my school. So yeah, it was kind of clear that I had to, to continue on that way. Yeah. 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 And this at this time you were you were growing up in, in Italy, is, this, is that correct? Uh, Myland, Milan. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So okay. So so you discovered uh violin at an early age then. What did you so how did that then lead to your university studies and what was that like? Yeah, um, well, because I was practicing and my playing was improving, um, we decided with my family as well uh, to go to the music academy in Milano, Conservatorio Verdi. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just made, um, in, uh, how do you say it in English? Um, help me, please. Probespiel auf Deutsch in English, uh, audition. Yeah. And, okay, uh, yeah. It oh, was. he said you said it in German. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Aufnahmeprüfung. Sorry, it's co more correct. And okay. uh, yeah, I just started with twelve years old to go to Milano by myself, mm -hmm. um, traveling with the train by train, and um, yeah, there it started my university. Yeah, career there. So, yeah. how? How how long were you in like a, a university setting studying violin? Uh, in Italy, if you want to study violin in academy, you have to stay the, to study like ten years. Yeah. Oh wow. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, but I, I I don't think I really just because I I didn't start at the academy, so I I had to stay there like I think eight years or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I so I'm less familiar with the um, the the European model of this. At the end, do you do you just study the violin for the, for ten years? Do they make you take other classes? And at the end, is there like a de a, a degree or a certificate? What's that process like? Yeah, the first years you have to study also theory and. Um... Uh, you have to go into the choir to also <laughs> sing with the other children in the school. Yeah. And then after that, you have a first, um, first exam uh, of the fifth year, you call it like that. And then you start also to have um, harmony. I, I also had to study to start before, I think, yeah, already piano classes as well. I also to give a, had to give an, an exam of piano practicing and um, and then you have um, music education, you know, the story of music and uh, yeah, harmony, as I said, mm -hmm. and uh, quartet, orchestra, yeah, many other. Yeah. Um, Excellent. So it, it sounds very like a very traditional 
path yeah. in, into a, a musical career? Yeah, it is. Okay. And at the end, in Italy, you can come out, uh, you have a kind of master degrees, but in, for example, it will be not accepted in, in Germany as a master degrees, but it will be taken as a bachelor. And so okay, so so you went through this program and you and you graduated. What what were you planning on doing after you finished, and what was your journey actually like? I'm curious on how that worked. I really wanted to go to Germany to study okay. in Germany because the level is really it was higher, and I think it's still higher even if in Italy there are beautiful realities as well. So I don't want to say anything bad about Italy, about the music education, but I wanted to move. I wanted to learn a new culture. You know, I wanted to explore. I wanted to um, expand myself. And mm -hmm. how can't you do that in a city like Berlin, you know? which is a, an amazing place for artists for, yeah. Yeah. To learn. I actually studied in Hamburg, but I, I was living in Berlin uh, because I didn't need to go there so often. So yeah, okay. I was also already working in Berlin, you know, same, some orchestras, so mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, were you, already, were you already fluent in German before you moved to Germany? Mm, I studied it at the high school, so I okay. was quite quite good with that. Yeah. Of course, then when you are in the land, uh, yeah. yeah, it's totally different. And German, it's pretty pretty difficult. Yeah, but now I'm yeah. I'm good with the language. I'm happy. <laughs> well, good. It's okay. So so afterwards, so you moved to Germany. Then what was that process like then in your in your career? What 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 has it been like working in Germany? As a musician, yeah, I, I wanted to improve, improve, improve. I started to to work with orchestras where I really had to learn so much, and I'm so glad I had that opportunity to learn from um, from such orchestras. Mm -hmm. And um, but I started also to I don't know to ask myself if I wanted to have a fix, you know, um, place seat. Uh, how do you? I don't know. How do you see, say that in English in America? Yeah, like um, well, I was gonna, I was thinking it through like having a, like a steady, a steady job in that yeah. kind of, maybe something like that. Yeah. 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 Or like a, a residency. There's they're called a couple. Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I started also to make to prepare myself for auditions, um, but somehow it never really worked for me. I don't know. I was uh, a bit. I don't know. I didn't play very well in auditions <laughs> because you have to go there, just play one minute Mozart, and yeah. okay, it's done already. Okay, so where yeah. I am, <laughs> something like that. And uh, <laughs> I struggled a bit with that process, I must say. Okay, sure, but but you're you've been able to land a number of of roles in that. Are the um, the current, I guess, the your, the journey you've made so far, have they just been more of like a freelance or or temporary roles in these orchestras? Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, yeah. I had this kind of roles both. Okay. Uh, now I'm only freelancing, for example, uh, but for a while I had also a contract in a theater, and um, yeah. But I'm 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 really happy of my freedom. I must tell you. Yeah. And um, it also gave me the occasion to 
exactly to found the lab of joy um, and to focus also on other projects yeah. but uh, all these process brought me there you know also don't having not winning an audition or something like that it helped me to 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 be here where i am right now and i'm yeah. really happy where i am right now actually <laughs> oh that's wonderful talk to me about the the lab of joy so first off what what is it and what made you want to start it yeah the lab of joy is a kind of meta lab where I guide people into processes that help them connect with the deeper part of themselves, mm -hmm. which is a creative part that we all have because we are actually, uh, we are creation and what we do in life is our essence is to create actually. And um, um, I wanted to tell you that actually, um, because I was struggling a little bit, a little bit, I was struggling actually, because I didn't yeah. have, I, well, life didn't, uh, didn't go exactly as I wanted, you know, you know, sometimes happens that mm -hmm. life doesn't go exactly as you want. <laughs> so, um, right. I had to change, uh, to change a couple of things. And, um, I also started to work with, um, with a coach, uh, Julia, that, you know, also, mm -hmm. And she helped me a lot on this path because, uh, you know, uh, it was kind of, I, I was feeling like um, I'm stuck in my life and joy was not anymore a part of the picture. So yeah. I really needed something, something to connect me, connect myself with my deeper, I don't know how you want to call it, uh, divine part or okay. guide. I don't know. Yeah. Deeper. Like your, your purpose. Actually, so this is interesting. Um, and so mm -hmm. later on, I will link at the bottom of these show notes to the interview I did with Juliet I Cadenza. But so that's so this is this is great because I chatted with her about what she was planning to do. And it's yeah. and it's it's phenomenal to chat with someone who's gone through that, that program is now to connect all the dots. But so how did you meet Julia? And what was that process like? Mm -hmm. um, I think it was a bit before also Corona okay. uh, and crisis. And um, there is this amazing violin player that comes, uh, that works for the LA Philharmonic. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I was following him somehow. And uh, once, out of the blue, he said, you know, I am working with Ica Dance coaches. They helped me very much on my new project and that and that and that. And it was myself, why can't I give it a try as well to me with them? And um, that's how I met uh, Julia, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, working with Julia helped me very much to focus on what I can put what can I do uh, for also, because she helped me very much in my life, um, also with music and everything. She gave me a lot of ideas and we worked a lot on the energetical part of life, which is pretty important. I, 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 um, I would like to say, because uh, for example, I see it in my life today. Mm -hmm. If I wouldn't have starts with the love of joy, I couldn't be playing right now with the so which is one of the best orchestras in the world and and i feel so lucky and so 
amazed from this orchestra, you know, um, and I think it, it came to me because I attracted that because my energy now I'm, I'm really connected with my lights, my deeper lights, let's say like that. And, um, and this light, it just attracts what it's meant for you to, for you in your life, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, what it changed in me, it's also that I started to be more creative in the way that I, I, I see possibilities everywhere. Every, every time I find solutions, you know, and before, before that work, I was, uh, I was struggling with myself because I always found walls, you know, mm -hmm. mental walls, but now they are not there anymore. So yeah. I'm so, so happy. And I want to give these, uh, what I, I've learned from that also to other people, you know, yeah, with other tools as well, because what I am doing is also using other tools that I've been learning in my life. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. So that, so the, the, the lab of joy is that, cause I actually was just going to ask you how you sure. and broke through these and, and now, you know, throw down your, your mental walls. Is that fundamentally part of what the training you're then teaching in the lab of joy? Yeah, also, and I okay. use many tools, you know, I said it's a, it's a lab, a meta lab, because I, it's a safe space where people can explore themselves using tools that I give them to, to use for these explorations. And these can be music uh, and body training. I, I really also focus on body. As a musician, I've, I discovered how important it is to have a, a very good um, feeling of your body to be really connected and um, not only connected, but also to be aware, mm -hmm. right? To be, yeah. Yeah. Each movements and um, yeah. Yeah. Did you go through Alexander technique for that or how did you become? Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well? And um, physical theater. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, maybe Grotowski, he was um, a very good regisseur in uh, direct, uh, sorry, theater di director. Mm -hmm. And I saw, I said it in German again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and um, he worked a lot of movements that help people ex express themselves, mm -hmm. going through blocks that we have, emotional blocks or, you know, physical blocks or, cycle psychical blocks mm -hmm. um these these specific movements they help to just go through these blocks and uh, express yourself directly in a flow yeah yeah so in your so in your process is this do your students come to you virtually is it only physic like physically like physically being where you are in germany what's that relationship and process like yeah, I also, uh, well, I do both. I, I um, uh, honestly, I, I, I do have clients that come at my home uh, and we meet each other physically. And I also have clients, they are somewhere else in the world and we work <laughs> online and it works actually. Mm -hmm. I also work with groups. Um, yeah, uh, actually it's at the end of June, it's starting a new one, new one group. And at the end of the summer, it will start another one as well. Um, in the groups, we also go very, we, well, 
it's a lot of fun to have a group actually and uh, <laughs> we can share um, we share together the experiences about certain topics and mm -hmm. um, there are specific exercises that I give also and that we, we do together into the sessions. And um, I also have guest stars, for example, musicians, very known musicians from Italy or um, somewhere else in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so your, your program, is it, it sounds like at least for groups, there's a, there's a beginning and end date specifically built in, but is that for an individual, is there a, like a cohort model that you bring in? So everybody has a start date and then an end date or what's the actual, let's say process like to work with you through this? I offer packages, but of course it's a long process. So it, everyone is, is very different. Maybe okay. someone needs one month and someone needs like six, six months. Mm -hmm. I, I am really open and um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really follow the processes of my clients very, yeah, specifically, you know, very, yeah, side by side. Okay. And then the clients that work with you, are are they mostly musicians or what's the background of your clients? Actually, I have also persons that don't do any art as a profession but they would love to mm -hmm. and um, I also feel people that are not artists they need more of these kind of tools because we as artists we we know them already we are already in that path somehow mm -hmm. even if of course we have blocks and everything as I had and that's also because I want to share what I've learned with other colleagues or you know other kind of artists um, but I think also, I really think people that don't have this kind of background, they, they really need it more than the others. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious, so as you, you mentioned a little bit, like how you worked, um, with Julia before Corona hit, but how has Corona affected how you work over the last couple of years? Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, if we talk about the musical part, uh, at the beginning it was really bad because I everything has been cancelled, and as yeah. a freelancer, it was not so easy. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I do live in Germany, and they had um, a lot of well, they gave us a lot of help. Uh, they gave us many times uh, money. Really, yeah, it was really a big help. But yeah. I didn't work. I've been just staying home and waiting yeah. that something happens. Yeah. How, how long were you staying at home and waiting during that time? I think it was like, it started in March. I played the last concert in March, uh, March 3rd, mm -hmm. March 3rd. And I played the next one. Oh my God, I don't remember anymore because it's so, it's so strange that time I have a gap yeah. in my mind. It's, it's so crazy. I think I've played the next concert one year later or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, I, I think 
you're not alone with that. I know I personally have a big gap of, of time where, cause I was home all the time and it feels like 2020, 2021 parts of it just never existed because my presence was in the same place for most of it. In, in your own time though, especially during this, it, it is, it's, it can be scary. And um, particularly now something like, you know, the world changes, things get shut down. What used to be normal is no longer normal, particularly with your profession of being out in front of, of individuals. How did you think through your life and career during this moment and um, think past the idea of like of the fear of what was happening in the situation and being able to plan, you know, for this, the future of what you were designing in the lab of joy? Mm. Um, yeah, well, I must tell you, I had a couple of friends that I've been seeing um each week uh this friend of mine she came at my place and we stayed together all the weekend each week mm -hmm. um, and that helped a lot of course to have an interaction with a physical person you know yeah. and um yeah but at the same time i've been working with julia and i um, I think I enjoyed also a group set, a group program of her, and that was also very good for 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 me and for all the people that joined. That um, of course I think the sharing of what was happening helped very much. Not to feeling alone, not to feeling like um, a part of something because we didn't have any kind of power on this situation actually okay right. you get vaccinated or something but it's nothing that you really can do practically you know so you feel like you are empowered of everything and uh empowered is no uh sorry that uh, you lose power no yes. from that yeah um sorry and um so it was like okay now i am here by myself what can i do and i and yeah, that helped me a lot developing my my new my new project because I I really believe that um, fear is a kind of um, it's losing the, the 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 power of having solutions, losing the the parts of being creative, and mm -hmm. um, everything gets dark somehow also not to move you know your body of course everything is moving inside your body but you're not aware of that and if you don't move yourself you you get into a kind of uh, depression state mm -hmm. which also doesn't help at all and that's also why i brought into my programs um, a lot of work with body because i feel it's really a fundament of our of our lives yeah to feel alive to feel joy to feel like you're worth this world you know mm -hmm. was the, the this experience that we all have on this planet yeah yeah so in on this side of it now do you have a daily practice that you do to make sure that you stay away from you know from that dark place or what what's that like for you now well what i do is um i wake up i write down three pages uh, on my notebook and then i 
I do the five Tibetan rituals. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that are kind of um, five movements that you have to repeat 21 times each. Okay. And it helps a lot the body to wake up, to, um, to, wor to get warm, you know. And then I also do some exercises to connect, uh, Tai Chi exercises to connect myself with the earth and with the universe. And um, daily, in the, during the day, if I have to work, I go to work <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I try to be very, very present at the moment. But of course, it's not always so easy. Uh, I try the be my best and um, I practice violin every day. Uh, if I don't have much time, I just practice like 20 minutes. I have my routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'm, I work with my clients. I send them things to read, to, I, I try to always learn myself. I read a lot. I watch videos, listen music. Yeah. Yeah. That's my way. <laughs> when you write in your journal, what language do you write in? I, 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 I write in Italian, but of course I put some words in German or in English as well. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I was just just curious as, as you know, since you speak in multiple languages, I'm yeah. always, always curious on how people approach that. Um, so how are you thinking about then the future of of your career right mm -hmm. now? Mm, I think um, the lab of joy will increase a lot and I am I'm pretty sure it will go very well and I will work a lot of with a lot of persons all around the world, but I'm in the, in the, in the, I don't want to, I mean, I want to really cooperate with other people. I mean, I want to work together mm -hmm. on, uh, with other person that are maybe in US as you are. And um, because I feel these planets need a lot of good energy, good vibes. And if we put them together, um, we can, really do a lot mm -hmm. and um, I also of course go, want to go on with my violin career which is improving a lot uh, in the last months happened to me things that I, I couldn't think few years ago so I'm I'm super happy and I'm feeling very motivated and I, I think I'm just going deeper and deeper and um, that I yeah I don't know I see beautiful future for me <laughs> in front of me <laughs> that's wonderful so with everything that you have done and experienced what would mm -hmm. you say has been the best advice that you ever received um okay um i don't know if it's uh there is no right answer right to mm -hmm. this question when i've been uh, into a 2012 I've been in Japan uh, visiting then I've been many times in Japan but that was the first time I've been there and I was in Osaka I was alone I wanted to travel alone and um, I was in the Aquarius in Osaka and um, that was not a, a nice period for me in my life I was struggling because many things love the job yeah I was really not happy at all and um, I found myself sitting in front of a manta eye. You call like it like that, right? Mm -hmm. And um, she was moving 
in this amazing way she was I don't know I was like really watching her beauty majesty and wisdom the way she moved it was just perfect but also in the way that she was just doing what she had to do you know mm -hmm. and um, that gave me a lot of motivation just to be what I am a human being and listening to myself be relaxed uh, release my body my muscles everything uh, try to to be in the water to be in the Aquarius to be to to feel the flow of life and uh, and that was for me an amazing advice it changed my life really yeah that's, that's wonderful thank you so um thank you so much for for chatting with me today i really appreciate it if the listeners would like to join uh the lab of joy or contact you for collaborations or just get in touch with you where are the best places they can go to do all of that yeah, I have my website, www.thelabofjoy.com. And there, there is, yeah, my, they can send me an email. There is everything they need to know, yeah, yeah <laughs> to contact me. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Cecilia, thank you so much. Uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you to you, really. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Advance Your Art with Yuri Cataldo. If you like this episode, please remember to give us a five-star rating, like, and share with a friend. Our theme music is written and mixed by Chicago-based composer Ryan Black of Black Bones Collaborative. To listen to the full catalog of our episodes, go to advanceyourart.com. To see what I'm working on or book a time with me or buy a copy of my book, Be Left Behind, go to yuricataldo.com. Thank you so much and have a great day.